0: we give you all the praise all the worship all the hallelujah is for you amen have your seat can you welcome somebody to to church be kind enough amen praise God I think we should already service today so that those who are coming instead of them standing, they can just go back home. <laughs> we should just quickly, so we we'll just leave and we'll tell them it has finished. Praise God, I'm happy to see all of you. Amen. Our father is in the house. Can we appreciate? Can have your seat. Si- Praise God. Um, in the book of 1 Timothy Book of First Timothy I'm not going to say everything that I'm just going to say the few things that that I that I that I will, that I think I should say, and I trust God to 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 handle everything. Amen. Can we thank um, Lulu for leading us in such moment, such moment of worship? Amen. You know, I like these kind of times are times where you have to repeat and practice the things you told God when everything was fine. You understand? This is time to praise God every day. This is the time to say there will never be their own praise you. This is the time, this is the this is the real time to enforce everything we said. You know, are we together now? In in the book of First Timothy chapter one, verse twelve, I'm just going to pick about three or four sayings in Scripture that the Bible qualified them as faithful sayings and worthy of acceptance. Amen. Whilst I was you know with the Lord. As as usual as you also are usually with the Lord, uh, what He asked me to say to you today is to remind you of the faithful sayings that are worthy of all acceptance. You know, some sayings, some sayings can stir um, arguments. Are we together here? Some sayings um, can can be the belief of a fact, of a faction. Some people might believe it, some people might not believe it, but there are some things that Paul, Paul qualified, and he qualified them as faithful things, and he says these things are worthy of all acceptance. Are we together now? And then we're going to go back to those things, and I'm just going to pick about three of those things, and then we are going to re We're going to re, uh We're going to put ourselves again in those things and get stuck in those things. Are we together now? We're going to realign our lives on those things. Amen. Amen. And um, I tell you categorically, these are the things the Lord said I should say to you. Are we together here? And um, if I the things the Lord said I should say to you, I think I should just go ahead and say them to you. Right? I didn't hear your voice. I said, is that right? First Timothy chapter 1 verse 12. It says that. First Timothy chapter 1 verse 12. First Timothy chapter 1 verse 12. Or perhaps we just start from verse 15. Let's start from verse 15. Can we... Okay, you want to start from. No, let's start from 15. Can we all read it together? One, two, three, go. Faithful saying, and worthy of all acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am chief. The next verse. However, for this reason I obtain mercy, that in me first Jesus Christ might show all long suffering. As a pattern to those who are going to believe on him for everlasting. That's enough. That's enough. Give me those two scriptures. That's 15 and 16. Are we together now? Praise God. You see, we are only safe in the word of God. Huh? You are wrong if you're not in the word. You are wrong even if your senses might tell you that you're right. Even if your emotions might tell you that you're right. You have to find yourself in the word of God. And today, I bring you the word of God definitely. Are you with me? How did I say I bring it into you? Definitely. These are the exact thoughts that you stay in your spirit. These are the exact thoughts you should live here with. Are we together now? Can we read one more time? One, two, three, go. And worthy of all acceptance that Christ Jesus came into this world to save sinners of whom I am chief. However, for this reason, I obtain mercy, that in me first, Jesus Christ, might show all long suffering, as a pattern to those who are going to believe on him for everlasting life. The first saying, worthy of all acceptance, is that Christ came to this world to save sinners. Friends, friends, Christ came, and what he came to do is to save sinners. And now, we must go back there. None of us here was born saved. We encountered Christ, right? Yeah. We partook of the provision he had laid down for us through his death and resurrection. Christ came to do what? To save sinners. And I'm grateful to God that I'm, I'm, I'm one of them. That he saved. Perhaps chief of them. Amen. And you also, you are one of the sinners he saved. But you know what Paul said? Paul said he has obtained mercy. And he told us why he obtained mercy. He said he obtained mercy so that he can be a pattern for others. The way God saved me, God must save others. Friends, we have to go hard on saving others. Are, we with me? are you with me? Yes, sir. We have to go hard on what? especially others whose story look like us. Your salvation is a pattern so that anybody that has your type of life, the type of past you had, must be able to experience the Jesus you experienced. It's a pattern. It's not just... it's just, it's, It's a pattern of how God wants others like you to come into the light. And now we have to be aggressive to get others into the light. That is exactly what the Lord is saying. "Are you with me?"?" Yes, and that's the, that's the remembrance God is bringing to our hearts, that we have, to, we have to be freshly devoted to truly be the pattern. First, appreciate the salvation we have. I know that if Jesus had not met you, you would have been in a terrible place, and if you have died, you would be in hell right now. And the reason why you are here is because he met you. And a lot of you got to meet him because you saw a pattern. And now it's time for you to become a pattern. And it's time for you to show people who are in darkness, especially the type of darkness you were in, and let them know that you are their next face. You are their hope. You are the next thing God wants them to be like. Are we together now? this is what God is saying to us friends this is serious I I tell you the truth this is exactly what God is saying I told you I'm going to speak to you definitely right are we together can you you hear me my friends so it's time to go harder you have to go how harder and the first thing is appreciate the fact that you were a sinner. Appreciate the fact that he saved you. He got you saved. It's now time to go harder. And, and it's to first appreciate that you were once a sinner. You were once stupid. You were once foolish. You were not this this, this in love with the Lord. Are you with me friends? You didn't consider him before. But now that you're considering him and now he's important to you, you now have to be a pattern. We now have to go other. We now have to declare the message in the raw form. And what makes it raw is to tell your story. Your story is raw enough. Do you get my point? Because Paul says that my salvation is a pattern. You get my point now? the peculiarity of his own salvation he says it's a pattern for those who will believe it means that your story is raw enough And some, I hear some of you say I don't know how to preach, you know exactly how to preach how to preach is to tell where you were and where you are now it's a message your story is a perfect message for those who you represent a pattern for, are you with me? listen there is, there, is, there is a way the light shines through you that will definitely get some people saved. You shine the light peculiarly. You shine the light in an order. You have a pattern. Paul said, my apostleship is to the Gentiles. There is a way my light shines when it's around Gentiles. It is obvious that it's light. And he says, Peter's apostleship is to the Jews. When Peter's light shines to the Jews, the Jews are not confused. Your, your your own apostleship has a way it shines. And it will always be 100% if you shine it that way. And no religious way. Stop, stop, stop using lines that don't mean much to you. When you want to preach to sinners. Stop using lines that have nothing to do with you. Because you read it somewhere. Use the lines that are your own lines. Your own experience. Your own story. And today God said I say to you. That we have to be more aggressive and harder. And everybody who is around us must hear our story. Must hear our story. And we must bring them face to face with the convicting power. Are we together now? pattern why can humanity be saved because Jesus came and became a man he became a pattern to save men he didn't didn't come as God he came as man so that he can save men if he remained as God he would be saving God are you with me but he came as a man so that he can save men Now, you begin to now appreciate that the very stories of your past that look so awful and you are ashamed of, you really do not understand that those stories were planned from day one. It was important you went through all of that because you were meant to be a pattern for everyone who who is in that place. And so where you were born, how you were born, where you lived... The economy, the social economy class of your family and all of that has formed a pattern for you. Are you with me? And so there is nothing about your past that needs to be changed. It is all for the message to be accurate to those who you are sent to. Are you ready for this friends? That's what God is saying to us. We now must go and reach out. And Paul says this statement is worthy of what? All acceptance. 1st Timothy 3. 1st Timothy 3, start from verse 1. 1st Timothy 3, verse 1. Let's read this. This is a true saying. If a man desires the office of a bishop, he desires a good work. Faithful saying. Praise God. Faithful saying. And this is not the time to shut down the voice of serving in the ministry. This is not the time because some of you are already feeling that prompting and God is saying I want you completely sold out. Please don't look at bishop here the way you see bishop now. When you see bishop there this is this is death statement. This is death sentence. Don't see bishop here the way you see it's not it's not it's not cross. Bishop here is not cross. Are you together with me? It's not cross, it's service. It's service. In Acts chapter 6 it said pick Pick 12 guys amongst you guys who can serve tables, who can be committed to serving people food. Now Now that's, that can only happen by the spirit of God. No young man wants to be introduced. I say, what do you do? I serve tables. I serve, I'm good in breakfast serving. I'm good in, when it has to do with lunch, I'm the one that serve lunch. I'm good in dinner. I'm good in taking care of widows. Are you with me? I don't know if there's any girl here who wants to marry a guy. And you ask guy, what do you do for a living? I said, go and go and ask Pastor Zach if you me and toilets. There's a way. (laughs) I I I I renew the life of toilet. Are you with me? It's about service. And God is calling us again to service. And it's a faithful saying. Are you with me? And it's noble. Friends, Is what? It's noble. It's noble to live for others. It's noble to serve. It's noble to live for a community. It's noble to live for the prosperity of the gospel. Are we together, friend? And what was the second thing that the Lord is saying to us? That we now have to make a fresh commitment to service. Are you with me? A fresh commitment to what? To service. A fresh commitment to service. Unto the Lord. Not because your unit head will have you do that. Or your pastor will have you do that. There must be. The Bible spoke about Jesus. He said the zeal of his father's house. Consumed him. Friends, it is it is not healthy if the zeal of the of your father's house is not consuming you. Friends, it's not healthy. Friends, I tell you the truth, it's not healthy. If the zeal of the father's house is not consuming you, if you are not concerned on participating in the prosperity of God's kingdom, not on Facebook, but on ground. A lot of people argue online. Irrelevant on ground. Thesis and a lot of write-ups on what pastors should do and what people should do. But completely irrelevant. Your absence is never felt because your presence was never relevant. Friends, this is not life. Friends, I tell you, this is not life. There is nothing beautiful about you if your sleeves are not rolled up for the prosperity of God's kingdom. Because eventually you have... Listen, when you drop dead, there's only one person you will face and it's not your boss at work. When you drop dead, there's only one person you will face and it's not it's, it's not your number one celebrity when you drop dead you're going to face only one person and is your savior your creator and friends the only thing important to him his souls souls the saving of souls and the growing of souls i tell you the truth once in a while it will branch into other aspects of human existence It will branch but i tell you the truth even when he branches into those things his the reason is because of souls his main passion for Nigeria is not, it's not good road. It's not great education. That's not. Those are auxiliary. His main passion is the salvation of souls. The Bible says God does not want anybody to perish. And you are going to see him face to face. And it will be a shameful thing if you never shared of his passion. Are you with me, friends? I tell you the truth. The devil lied to you to make you think that your life is just about you having things better, things getting better, growing, prospering. I tell you the truth, the Satan lied to you if that's power, if that's the first thing that you see life as. It's about the kingdom. And God sees in my heart, I'm not I'm not saying these things to you because I'm a pastor. I tell you the truth. It's been like this from, from 16 years old. It's been like this. It's a noble thing if you desire to be a bishop. I told you bishop here is not cross, it's service. Service. Surely, if we called you a servant, would we be telling a lie? That's your greatest, that's your greatest um, um 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 achievement to be a servant. Are you a servant? Are you a servant in God's kingdom? Are you? Are you? I. Would there be an emergency if you left? If you left, would we need somebody to take in your post? Or you never had a post? If you left, will anything be left undone? Or you were never even doing anything? Listen, the times and the days of just attending a beautiful church so that you can have a wedding in their altar. I've passed. I've passed. The time of just coming and going has passed. Don't waste your life. You, can, you can't be coming on Sundays just to think that you came to church on Sunday. It's a shame. That's not what you were made for. So, ah, thank God, oh, ah, I came one on Sunday. You are, you, are, you are God's creation. Are you with me? I said, are you with me? And some of you are saying, but I can't do anything, but I'm not I'm not too anointed. I can't preach, I can't I can't do anything. That makes it more beautiful. Yeah. Because eventually anything that happens through you, we will know it was God that did it. Yeah. Friends, the weaker the better. Friends, the weaker the better. See, it's God's work. You were not expected to know how to do it. Tell the truth. It's God's work. You know what that means? It's God's work. He's too high a work for God to expect you to know how to do it. Because even sometimes some professors work, you can't do it. Some human beings work. we can't even do it because of how technical it is. Talk less of God's work. The work of the person that created sun, created moon. And he didn't sit down to mold it, he just spoke it into being. So it's some work that your sense of disqualification is valid. It's valid. But that sense is actually the same thing that qualifies you. So, you shouldn't, you, shouldn't be, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't be vast in Greek and Hebrew for you to do God's work. You shouldn't be vast in all of that. You should just be available. Yes, Are you with me? Yes, Availability is enough. Yes. Are we together, friends? Yes, sir. First Timothy chapter 4. Verse 8. Let's give me only verse 8. Or give me 8 and 9, sorry. Are you receiving God's word, friends? No. There are seats here. Come, come get a seat here. There are seats in front here, Ringy. Just sit. Ringy, come, come sit. Come sit. sit. Bodily exercise profits a little, but godliness is profitable for all things. Having promise of the life that is now and of that which is to come. This is a faithful saying, worthy of all acceptance. Godliness is profitable. Hmm? Godliness. And it's a faithful saying, and is worthy of all acceptance. Godliness is profitable. What, what does godliness mean? You see, godliness is not only um, 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 holiness, is a part of godliness. It's a part of it. But what godliness means is that pursuing divine character. Are you with me? God's way of doing things. God's way, being like God. He says that if you pursue it, he says you have profit. And it's not just going to be some esoteric profit. He says you're going to have profit even in this life. So it means that many times the enemy tempts us and tells us if you want to be godly, you're going to lose on earth. But no, 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 no. You will not lose on earth by being godly. If you are godly, you are going to prosper on earth. Yes. Our prosperity is in this thing. Yes. You are going to lose nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you want to be godly for, for carnal reasons, you are accurate. You won't even miss things. When you are godly, it's going to get you a great husband. When you are godly, it's going to get you a great wife. When you are godly, it's going to open your, 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 your creativity. Your career will prosper. Everything prospers because you are godly. In this life. And in that life which is to come. So there's profit in the life which is to come. It means that in the life which is to come... We are not as we don't have the same level of wealth. In heaven, we will not even be the same. You see, some people you want to wear clothes. We get to heaven, you see the glory. Some people, some people are manifesting. You want to see the person. Some pastors will see their members run away because the guy is just shining in light, and you are trying to use candle to find out if you have light. Friends, when we appear in that other side. What appears is the amount of God we have, we have downloaded down here. Yeah. And it's a sensible investment. Yeah. And otherwise it's a lie. Godliness is profitable. This is a faithful saying. And it's worthy of what? All accept us. Can you say godliness is, godliness is profitable? I can't hear you say godliness is, godliness is profitable. It's profitable. You are not losing anything. You are not missing out on anything. <laughs> You are not missing out on anything. There is nothing you could, you you are, oh my God, you have not sacrificed anything. It's not a sacrifice. Godliness is not a sacrifice. There was nothing good you dropped to get God. There was nothing good you, you dropped so that you can get God. Your weed wasn't good for you. Multiple sex partners wasn't good for you. Your foolishness destroyed you. There was nothing good you dropped you are, that you are now missing. Nothing. It's not a sacrifice. Are you with me, friends? It's time to go Add on godliness. I say, Father, teach me your ways. I'm not going to be a Yoruba boy or Yoruba girl or Nibo boy or Nibo girl. I'm not going to be a Nigerian. I'm not going to be an emotional wreck. I won't be led by emotions, by my feelings, by what has happened in the past. I'm going to find out what the Word's saying because the Word is the documented godliness of God. You see, God's godliness is not is not in the spirit; it's in the Scripture if you take it, you are godly. if you take it, the doing of the word is godliness. we'll go harder on godliness, right? husbands, you are going to be the type of husband that christ wants you to be, right? not, not a Yoruba husband, not an African husband, not an Igbo man. Not, you are not a 21st century husband. No, no. And wives, you are not, you are not a normal wife. You are you are you are not an intelligent wife. You are a, you you are a child of Sarah. Yeah. Are you with me? Yes, you are a child of Sarah. Nothing in this world teaches you how to be a wife for scripture. Yeah. And you're going to take all your cue from scripture. And the Bible says you will profit. Yes. And not just profit in the spirit or in the word to come, you will profit now. peter asked him he said what shall i get seeing that we have left all to follow you and jesus did not say why are you asking for what you will get you are canna. he says you are going to get everything you lost money all of it he said you are going to get a hundredfold in this life somebody say in this life. in this life listen you are going to be a proof that it is profitable to follow god listen i do not permit any of you otherwise i do not permit you see my name is zach i'm your pastor i do not permit you otherwise in few years a few months a few moments people will look at you and said kai he got it he made the right choice we should have followed him you get it friends when you drop a business because you didn't want to pay a bribe. That will not be the end of the story. Yeah. After a while, a bigger one will come. Well, that's the promise of scripture. It's profitable. It might not come instantly. It might not come. But in the end of it, when we do the assessment, it's double profit. Profit in this life. And that which is to come. And so we are not some kind of spiritual people who, who carry everything to spirit where we won't be able to examine it and say my prophet no 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 no. We we'll tell them we are coming back like Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego who were evil in the old covenant told them give us ten days we won't be slim we won't be thin for Jesus he says give us ten days we will be better we are gonna be better for Jesus he wasn't. We're going to be slim. The reason we are slim, Jesus will never be the reason for our sickness. He will never be the reason for our poverty. He will never be the reason for our failures. No, no, no. He's the reason for our health. He's the reason for our prosperity. Come back, teenagers here. Tell your friends. Come back friends are telling you you're not going to parties and all of that you don't have a boyfriend you tell them come back a few years you wish you followed me just come back you don't have a girlfriend you don't have a boyfriend you come back when you are counting the amount you have had i will show you my husband and my children And you you will be on your 58th heartbreak. And we will be finding out where is your heart. Whether it still exists. And then you will know that God is true. And everything and every man is a lie. Worthy of all acceptance. Faithful saying. Oh, faithful saying.